Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Layers of Design podcast. I'm your host, Ebeki. This episode is rather interesting. I have a conversation with Hannah, a self-taught abstract artist who is inspired by the architecture in different cities. She creates beautiful compositions of buildings that uniquely represents their identities and at the same time relates to the other buildings within the piece. We dive into her process, how she got started, the parts of buildings she focuses on when she creates her abstract compositions, and we talk about the importance of having a strong support system. I hope you enjoyed this episode and it reminds you of the beauty that can be found within our cities. Hey, Hannah, thank you so much for coming on um, and sharing your story with us. Thank you. I would like to ask you, what got you into abstract art? Okay, well, I've been I've been an artist my whole life. I've just loved drawing and painting. And it's always been kind of a part of me. And recently, probably over the past five years, I've kind of transitioned into doing more abstract art. Mm. And I've, I've really enjoyed how <laughs> that kind of opens the door to like, just really paint whatever you want. How do you choose what you want to draw, like your subject? Okay, architecture has always been a love for of mine I just really have never seen a building that I didn't like (laughs) Um, buildings have always kind of been how I see places and how I connect to places so Mm -hmm. when I think of cities or towns I I usually think of the buildings in them so for me starting this kind of unique architectural abstract style Mm-hmm. was a way of taking buildings that I really loved and connected to and putting them all together. Yeah, I must say it's it's really beautiful. Your drawings are gorgeous. And being an architect myself, when I saw your page, I was like, oh my gosh, I really need to order <laughs> some custom pieces. Because oh, thank you. <laughs> it's there's just the way that you combine, you know, your art and your talent with architecture and it just enhances the building. So what inspires your art? Um, first of all, thank you so much. I'm so glad <laughs> that you like what I've been creating. Really, the first architectural abstract I ever made was back in high school. And I have moved a lot in my life and we moved my senior year of high school and I really wanted to make a piece that felt like home to me. And strangely home has always been somewhere that I've actually never lived. It's just been my mom and my grandparents town Mm -hmm. um, that I visited my whole life. So I made a series of the first abstracts using architecture from that town. And it really made me happy to take pieces from buildings that I had been looking at my whole life and put them all together. So moving on from that original abstract or series of abstracts, I've been <laughs> I've been taking <laughs> other architecture that I love and putting it together um, in these 
architecturally like abstracted pieces. Um, and some of those are cities I've never been to and would really love to go to. And some of those abstracts are cities that I have been to. And I have started an architect series. Um, <laughs> I've realized that architects usually like their body of work just really already speaks because it's mm-hmm. their body of work. And so I, I've taken pieces from Frank Lloyd Wright and made a Frank Lloyd Wright abstract. And it's just really awesome to just see all of his work. And it just makes me really happy to combine it into in a new way and have all of those different pieces from his buildings kind of speak together. That's amazing. Like just the composition and the thought process. That sounds um, really good. So apart from abstract art, right? What can you tell us a bit more about yourself? Sure. I really enjoy playing soccer. <laughs> I've played oh, soccer wow. <laughs> my whole life. I enjoy spending time with my family and my cat. And oh. um, I just have been an artist my whole life. And so mm-hmm. that's just been something that I've always enjoyed doing. And more recently, I've been able to make that what I've been doing full time. Oh, um, wow. So I'm I'm seeing if I can, you know, make the leap into doing my passion full time. So what would you I guess what would you like to do with it full time? Well, I would like to I would like to be an artist and make a sustainable mm-hmm. business around my art. So can you tell me about like your process for, you know, when you from when you get a subject and like to the finished pro- um, product and how long it takes you? Sure. So I've, I've made different abstracts depending on kind of whether they're united around a place or an architect, or I've even made abstracts with just one object. Um, and most of my city abstracts take me quite a while because mm-hmm. The first, the first stage is really researching the place and um, collecting lots of pictures of buildings that inspire me. And at that stage, I also start kind of thinking about a composition, especially the middle of these compositions are kind of like the key for me once I figure okay. out what I want to um, use to kind of like build <laughs> the middle. That that time takes the longest, and sometimes those ideas come right away. Like some days mm-hmm. are are great creative days, and I just ha- get an idea and it works, and you know we're off. But some days I don't have a good idea, or I have uh, an idea that I think is good, and it ends up not looking the way I want it to. <laughs> yeah, um, that happens. <laughs> it, yeah, that does happen, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does. I feel like it happens to so many of um, creatives. You know, once you're like, okay, I have a plan and I know exactly where I want it to go. And then, you know, as you start working something, you know, you just create something different or it just turns out to what you weren't expecting. Right. And <laughs> that's, that can be frustrating, right? Mm-hmm. So um, the, city, the city abstracts do take a while because I really like to research all of these buildings. And so I kind of build out like a a big collection of buildings and then 
from the, oh, wow. there on, I kind of edit down to see what I think really speaks nicely with like the other buildings I've chosen. Mm. Um, and when I'm doing that, I also really like to combine old architecture or in some cases, even ancient architecture with modern architecture, okay. because that's that's what I really like about these city abstracts is I really think they can let you see like the spirit of a city and its history and its culture and how it's evolved through time and that's something I really like thinking about when I am choosing these buildings or Mm. these pieces and then after after I kind of build the collection that I'm going to draw from I start coming up with sketches and sometimes it's the very first sketch that I'm like this is it wow (laughs) (laughs) like I I, I'm gonna go with this direction Mm -hmm. and then sometimes it takes many sketches and I have to go back and maybe pick some different buildings and see if that helps me come up with something that I feel is right so you kind of like sketch out a collage of these buildings yes and I kind of see architecture as or pieces of architecture in these Mm -hmm. photos that I feel like belong to a certain part of the painting so some some pieces I'm like I want to put this in the middle this is I want to make this part of the middle Mm. composition and so that kind of helps me narrow down buildings as well as what's gonna work together in the middle because I like to keep the the sides and the tops for some um, narrower and taller Mm -hmm, building mm -hmm. so after that I after my sketch I start working on the final piece and I measure it all out and sketch it in pencil and then do the final sketch in ink and then I paint them using ink and water oh wow yeah I was I was just about to ask you what your medium was yeah (laughs) um I use ink and water it's what I know how to use um it's also very portable which is nice can take it anywhere with me that's beautiful and I noticed how like detail oriented you are is that something you've always um been doing or is something like you kind of grew to do yeah <laughs> that that is definitely that has definitely been a part of my art for as as long as I've been creating really I didn't go to art school so you just so you're self-taught artist yes amazing thank you so I've had I've had art teachers in the past in middle school and high school who have really encouraged me to kind of back when I was just doing I used to enjoy doing very realistic or very um almost like photo realistic still lifes and paintings and I had some teachers that really encouraged me to like keep on going and keep on painting and maybe give myself a little more freedom to see where I would go (laughs) and so wow (laughs) I I definitely like have created something that's um different and more abstract but I haven't Mm -hmm. really let go of the the very detailed (laughs) part of me um so that's that's where I am right now I I really love the The details. details I think yeah. they're beautiful, but I also really admire other artists' work that is more loose and more floristy. So <laughs> we'll see where I go in the future. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah, I noticed 
I think your details are so beautiful and they're so well thought out. Thank um, you. <laughs> no problem. So have you had any challenges like, you know, through your learning process? Yes. So I think looking back at my body of work recently, I've kind of seen how I've grown into what I'm doing right now. Okay. <laughs> and um, I'll look back at some of my past work and, and say, I'm glad that I've moved on from that. Like, I, I don't think that this is something that I really like anymore. And so I've had to kind of change what I've been doing. Um, and as I've been kind of learning more about what makes a good composition. So through your whole learning process, right, I, I guess what it's what is your favorite setup to just draw inspiration and to just draw? So what would be your ideal kind of setup? I really I really like being out in nature when I paint. Okay. Um, I really like being outside. So I think ideally, it'd be great to be able to paint outside or um, be outside for part of the process. Obviously, mm -hmm. <laughs> being outside sometimes is bad for art because you can get things dirty or <laughs> wind is always a problem. But I really like being outside or at least looking outside. Oh, nice. Do you draw anything from nature or you kind of keep it straight to architecture pieces? I, I enjoy drawing drawing lots of things I I've enjoyed drawing a lot of birds in the past Interesting. um I like drawing people <laughs> yeah I I have a lot of interest um but <laughs> architecture is definitely the my favorite one. one right now yeah <laughs> <laughs> nice nice and how often do you practice so I try and at least draw something every single day not directly out of like habit but more so because I just really enjoy drawing and painting and thinking <laughs> about things to paint and so it's just something that I really enjoy and sometimes I don't like what I create and that's that's okay but other okay. times <laughs> I've come up with some cooler things so recently I abstracted a coffee mug yes I saw that yeah because I, I love coffee so I've been staring at coffee mugs a ton perfect <laughs> um, and I was thinking you know I wonder what I could do with this and I think kind of breaking out and trying new things is helpful for me because then you get to play with different textures or colors because mm -hmm. generally I only kind of work in black and white yeah I was gonna I was gonna ask you about that I think I think for my architecture pieces the constant color is a way that I'm able to really um, make all the pieces work together and okay. belong together okay. I've done some abstracts in color I made a mid-century modern piece and the colors in that one were inspired by kind of 50s and 60s car colors <laughs> cool because I, I think like that aqua and red are such beautiful and joyful colors yeah. <laughs> and really belong to that period. So I kind of brought them in to that painting. So we're back with our Sketch It Out episodes. Next week's episode is with a designer that really is an inspiration with the way she has paved a path for herself in the architecture field. She'll be sharing her story with us and her amazing sketching skills. Stay tuned for the guest reveal tomorrow. You can also subscribe at layersofdesign.online to get information about our episodes before we announce them. Now, 
let's get back to this episode. So it sounds like you draw your inspiration from so many different places and that's really exciting because you kind of discover something new each time. Right. Yeah, I just, especially since I haven't been to art school, I really just am in a constant learning stage. Mm -hmm. So I love looking at other artists' work and learning about other artists and architects and other places in the world. I'm extremely interested in architecture mm-hmm. and architecture in different parts of the world. So especially through some commissions, I've been able to see new things, develop even more uh, places for my travel bucket mm-hmm. list. So I, yeah, I'm just in a constant learning and just like looking for inspiration. inspiration. Yeah. Cool. So would you have any intention of going back or going to art school? Yeah, I would. I think community is really important in general, but also for artists. And so I know that there's so much I could learn from other people, especially since um, I haven't really been able to work with different materials. So learning how to use oil paint or acrylic and being able to experiment with different mediums would be really cool. And, and which art school <laughs> which art school do you have in mind? Have you thought about that? I, I haven't yet. <laughs> <laughs> you can make that decision as you keep going and growing. Right. Um, okay, so... Do you think for an artist, right, do you feel like it's important for you to be in touch with yourself? Yes. I think keeping yourself happy and healthy and able to, like, learn and (laughs) be inspired is really (laughs) Mm -hmm. important. And I think some of my best art has come out of things that I've personally been very interested in. Um, Some art I create for other people which I I really enjoy doing um my I love I love making commissions for people because these architectural abstracts really I think lend well to telling people's life stories I've been able to make abstract with cities that people have lived in throughout their life or places that are important to a relationship so like an anniversary piece with like a church like a church or wherever they got married and um honeymooned or (laughs) traveled (laughs) to or lived I really enjoy making those pieces that are so close to people's lives and Mm -hmm. tell their story but other other pieces are more out of my own interests so recently I've been really interested in kind of like modernist architecture so looking at architects like Frank Lloyd Wright and um, Mies van der Rohe and Marcel Brewer I love how you um do your research, you know, and you really get in there with with the different architects. Do you have a favorite architect? I don't I don't know if I have a favorite architect mm-hmm. yet. I I'm still learning about different people and different styles, but I I really like Zaha Hadid and yes. <laughs> I mean, she's amazing. <laughs> yes. Um, and I do, I already told you about my Frank Lloyd Wright piece. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I, I really just love seeing what these different architects have been able to create. And then also other artists are really inspirational as well. So if there's someone that, you know, that's thinking of getting into art, is there um, any advice that you would give to them? Okay. Um, well, I'm just kind of getting into it myself. But I think I think 
the piece of advice I would give is just keep on doing what you love and what the unique thing that you create because mm-hmm. you have a unique perspective. Of course. And I think it's awesome when people are able to share that with others. That's that's beautiful. And it's beautiful how you're able to share almost like your story through your pieces. <laughs> um, have you ever thought about like combining or have you ever done a combination of two or three different cities? Yes, um, <laughs> I, I have done that. And I really like those kinds of pieces because they are so personal okay um I was able to make one for a good friend that combined all the different cities that they had lived in oh wow and I just I think those are so cool like (laughs) because every every city has its own personality and so it's awesome when you can combine all these different places and all these different kind of like the spirit of all these Mm -hmm. different kinds of places together yes of course that's that's really that's really something and how do you, do you find it challenging to kind of like combine the different styles of the cities? Do you find it difficult when you do that and also try and put your own touch to it? Yeah, so I think my artwork will always be influenced by what pieces I really like. Okay. <laughs> if, if I'm creating it for myself, but for commissions, people will often share like buildings that are important to them. And so I want to make sure that if it's for someone, if it's telling their story, that all of the pieces that really mean something to them are represented in the piece. As as an architect, what kind of things would you like to see? Like maybe um, different styles in a piece or different people? <laughs> oh, wow. That's, that's an interesting question. Well, as an architect, I think it's really cool and truly important to see different styles of architecture, like you said. Also, the detailing is beautiful because I feel like that gives a building its identity. And I think it will also be cool to kind of see how scale figures, see how people interact with the building. Another thing I was going to ask you is I noticed that you mirror your images. Is there a reason why? Yeah, so in in these pieces, a lot of times I really like the negative space around buildings. And okay. so when I've been putting these compositions together, I really like basing them mm-hmm. so you can see their, their true shape. Um, and I also like uniting all of the kind of fragments of architecture with color and then also light. Okay. So I will usually choose, well, I... I choose one light source for the piece, almost like it exists as like a unit in reality. And when I do that, sometimes I mirror buildings because I want their features to be oriented towards the light so that you can see them. Oh, wow. As they as it, they should be seen, I think. Doing that sometimes enables you, me to like put all of the buildings together with the light source and I think a especially like beautiful and true way. <laughs> That's so cool. It's like you're re-highlighting those special parts of the building yeah. when you mirror them. Yeah, because I, I truly, like all of the architecture pieces are out of 
a deep love for architecture. And so whether I abstract buildings Mm -hmm. or take a piece of them, I really want that piece to be correct and be recognizable. And I think that's where the details really come in too, is I want to be very truthful to Mm. the buildings that I'm using. And especially since I'm combining them with other pieces, I really want them to be recognizable. That's their own building yeah as part of this new piece and so Mm -hmm. I want to be very accurate and show them in their best light because I truly love each piece that I include but I want to also make it work as part of this new whole whole (laughs) yeah and I think putting all of these pieces together into a new whole piece kind of has some advantages Mm -hmm. you can show different architecture in a way that really highlights its uniqueness while also kind of showing similarities between pieces so like Athens I've done recently a Mm. lot of classical architecture with a lot of columns and so I wanted to put all of the (laughs) the columns in because that's a similarity between all these pieces but they're also all different Mm. and so I wanted to be really careful about making sure that each piece was unique and then painting buildings within the same city I think making sure that you can you can recognize them but you also kind of can see them with their their peers with their neighbors allows you to really see the city and I think again um, combining older pieces with modern architecture like it really kind of allows a piece of my art to kind of capture the spirit and the history of a place (laughs) I I really love each piece and I want it to speak for itself but I also want them to speak together wow that's beautiful it's like you're defragmentizing a city and just giving it it's almost giving it um a new identity but being true to itself right and so I expect like my abstracts I think I'll create many abstracts of a a place because Mm -hmm. there's so many buildings that are important to each place and important to different people but I I do want them to kind of be like to capture like the the place that they're representing (laughs) that's cool would you ever study architecture yes that's that's (laughs) the other (laughs) thing I've been interested in this the college I went to didn't have architecture and I don't know if I I was self-aware enough to (laughs) have selected it when I went in to begin with like I I was an economics and pre-med student um, in college and I I really loved what I did and I wouldn't have treated <laughs> it but I also kind of wish that I had been exposed to architecture a little sooner because uh-huh. creating buildings is so so awesome <laughs> wow that's interesting you know I didn't even I guess we kind of skipped that part of the conversation like what you're up to now and how you got just how you like mentioned that you were studying economics in school and I know you said that you had been drawing for almost like your whole life are you just sticking to art now or is this kind of still on the side um I've been able to kind of take the opportunity to to see if I can make art a full-time pursuit right now but yes I didn't study art or architecture except for two art history classes at college 
which I loved those two classes and I wish <laughs> I'd taken them sooner but <laughs> oh nice so what prompted you to switch to doing only art for now um it's really kind of an opportunity for me I, I was able to take some time off to start my art business and with the encouragement of my family and support of my husband I've been able to do that and mm -hmm. I really have them to thank for uh, <laughs> encouraging me to, to try to do this. Oh, wow. That's beautiful. And how long ago did you start this? I started my business in February. Yeah, that so I am really new. Yeah, <laughs> I am new. And has that been challenging so far? Or does it feel exciting? It is exciting. Um, I've had great support from my family and from mm -hmm. mentors. And it's really been crazy to, to start <laughs> um, everything. Like, I didn't realize it took a lot of work to kind of make everything my website my logo get all my pieces together um, yeah. I never intended to sell them before I had to get them all scanned and find a printer to make prints of them and so getting all of that together and starting a business um, has been very interesting and it's also mm -hmm. been a little bit of work <laughs> of course yeah that's that's a lot of work I'm actually kind of just getting started on my own like layers of design yeah I, I recently started really pushing it and it's it's quite interesting and it's um it's a bit scary too right oh I completely completely <laughs> agree and then you have a little bit of imposter syndrome oh too, yes or at least I do <laughs> Yes, that's like every day. And how do you get rid or how do you get past the imposter syndrome to just keep creating? Uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't gotten rid of it. That's for sure. <laughs> but, um, it's, it's really encouraging to have feedback from people. Like when you asked me to talk to, on your podcast, like that was very encouraging. Um <laughs> had a lot of encouragement from my family and my friends and um just the new people I've been able to meet mm -hmm. through Instagram and so all of that positivity has mm -hmm. been really um important and meaningful to me wow I love how you're surrounded with so much positivity and um because I think that's really important for us creatives you know just being surrounded with the right people and with the people that can keep um, encouraging us. Absolutely. Okay, well, this has been a really good conversation, and I hope you had a good time. It was nice getting to know you. It was uh, nice getting to know you. 